Welcome back to another edition of Beat the Bookie. Starting to stream right now on the No Filter Network. Let's get it. Alrighty. Welcome back to another edition of Beat the Bookie on the No Filter Network. It's Saturday morning. Should be a fun day in sports. We got some UFC action on already. Got that on in the background. So you see me uh, glancing over every so often. Got to keep up with the action. It's good, good early day of prelims. All right. Shout out Dana White in the UFC, by the way. They've been doing this a little bit more, these early morning UFC cards. I personally think it's awesome. Wake up, have a cup of coffee, watch some UFC, get the college football action in. Can't really beat that to start Saturday. All right. So we're going to run the show about probably 30 minutes today. Give Uncle Rico a couple minutes to get on here, see if he manages to hop on. If not, we'll see how it goes. Speaking of UFC, I do have some little bit of UFC action. We'll talk about that before we get into the football stuff. So, as far as UFC bets, I figured in case uh, you know Uncle Rico was a little late, have a little backup plan here. No big deal. Not like it's a big deal. Point being, so UFC. These are more bets, I would say. If you're watching the fight, have a little fun. Looking to throw 10 bucks down. Looking to throw a little parlay down. These are not lock of the night kind of bets. But just, you know, every once in a while, you got to have some fun. Dan Hooker, plus 410. He's facing Islam Makachev. Yes, he's one of the highest ranked fighters right now. Makachev, he's really uh, like a top prospect. Comes from the same camp as Khabib. Extremely close to Khabib. A lot of people think he could be the next Khabib. So I understand the hype. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. That being said, I don't think he's fought any high-level talent yet. Like a Dan Hooker who has fought the best, the best, the Dan Poirier, excuse me, the Dan Poirier's, the Dustin Poirier's, the Michael Chandler's, those kind of guys. So I do think that experience pays off. If he can't, you know, stay on his feet, it's not going to have much of a chance. But I do think Hooker, is a skilled enough fighter with the enough experience that at a plus 410 underdog is worth a look. I'm not saying that it's a lock. I'm not saying it's a home run. I'm just saying it's something to keep an eye on. Moving along. Another underdog. These are all underdogs for the UFC. That's why I said they're a little more home run bets. Have fun with it. These are not bets. I'd sit there and go, oh, that's a lock. But hey, that's what UFC is all about. Every dog has their day. So Corey Sandhagen. He's going up against Peter Yawn. This is for the interim title. I do think coming off a tough five-round loss like Sanhagen did, he's going to come out hungry, want to make some improvements, and be ready to go. I think the thing with Peter Yawn, he's a really good fighter. But I think stylistically, from watching my fair share of MMA, he, he's one of the best in the world, yes. But I think stylistically, Sanhagen might be his toughest test, both very skilled strikers, and that goes a long way. So I'm excited to see that one. ESPN Plus, if you have ESPN Plus, then it's free. No pay-per-view. we got some title fights. Middle of the day, UFC action. Shout out Dana White. Shout out the UFC. It's epic. So I do like Sandhagen plus 175. Like I said, these are just fun bets. Last one for the day. So we got Martin Tabura against Alexander Volkov. Now, the reason that I this one caught my eye is I've seen Tabura a couple times, and he's just one of those guys who – 
he just makes it scrappy. And Volkov historically has uh, trouble with guys who are takedown artists or like those kind of scrappy grappling kind of fights. He's a great striker. At plus 305, I just think it's another one where if you're just looking for a fun little bet, keep an eye on. All right. So we'll move into a little college football action. Just keep it rolling. And go from there. If we get some Uncle Rico action on the show, bring him right in. If not, I'll go keep rocking and rolling. So it's beat the bookie Saturday. We got Penn State, Ohio State. I couldn't help but want to get in on that one. So this game's at 430 Pacific time. And I like Penn State plus 19.5. And then Penn State and Ohio State, the over. So I know Penn State, that might be not the most popular pick coming off a tough, tough loss at home in nine overtime. Probably one of the most embarrassing losses of James Franklin's career as far as this is a team that was expected to possibly compete for the playoff early in the season. And here they are losing to a two and five Illinois team at home in overtime. It's a game you got to take care of business. That being said, I think he's such a good coach. I think he comes back ready, has that team prepared. And do I think they keep it close with Ohio State? Do I think it's a touchdown game? I, I don't. I honestly don't. I think Ohio State wins this one 41-24. But I think that plus 19.5 covers. I think the over hits because Penn State, although traditionally, yes, they like that slow tempo, run the ball, take care of the ball. That's their thing. The difference is Ohio State's not going to allow for that. If they want to play with Ohio State, they're going to have to open it up. They're going to have to throw the football. They're going to have to score. And they might not win this game. They might not, like I said, be within a touchdown at the end. But if they can get their passing game going a little bit in the long run against a high-level Ohio State team in a season where you're coming off a tough loss, it might just be good to just let your QB let it rip and see if the kick gets some rhythm. Because they, although their system is great for winning football games, they win a lot of games, they have a strategic way of doing it, running the football, I do think today we're going to see them forced to open it up a little and when they have opened it up at times, they've had success. It just seems like sometimes their offense is so conservative. I like the over in this one, but we'll see what happens. So it should be a fun one. Looking forward to this game. I'm going to double check the exact line on that one just to be factual here because I know it's like many of these have been moving a lot. Okay, I'll keep it moving and go back to that, though. So, yeah, I like Ohio State 41, Penn State 20. We'll see what happens. I think I got four college football bets for today, and then we'll move on to the NFL. All right. So UCLA and Utah, it's at Utah. I like over 60 in this one. This game's at 7 p.m. Pacific. Utah has hit the over in three straight games. UCLA averages 32 per game. Utah averages 31 per game. I think both these teams play right around their average. Just I don't think it has to be a shootout. It doesn't have to be a performance of the season for either, like the best game of the year for either of these teams offensively. They just have to do their thing. Chip Kelly's going to have his offense going. I like Utah, though, in this one, 38-35. I like the over to hit. This is a game that could be a, it's a dog fight. It could be a crapshoot. We don't know who's going to win that one. UCLA is an interesting team right now where I'll say Chip Kelly, he has them close to where they need to be to really be a competitor. I think they, they're one big recruiting hallway from being a real deal team, but I like the over that one over 60 UCLA in Utah. Moving along. So we got Fresno state at San Diego state over 44.5. This one's at 7:30 PM Pacific. So San Diego state does have one of the best defenses statistically in the country, but they have not faced the offense like Fresno state. They haven't faced a quarterback like Jake Hayner. I think both these QBs or excuse me, both these teams 
are going to put up some points because they combine for 66 points per game on average. I see the over 44.5 hitting in this one. Now, do I see a shootout? No. These teams, historically, when they play each other, don't put up a ton of points. That being said, like I, I, I really see Hayner being the difference maker. I think with Fresno State being, I looked it up, they have the 20, they run the 21st most plays in the country. They keep that ball moving. They're going to make San Diego State play out of their comfort zone, push the pace, and that's going to force some points to be put up on the board. I also think Fresno State could win this one, but I wouldn't go as far as saying that. It's going to be a fun game to watch, and I like the over, 44.5. That's a low over for a team like Fresno State who's gone up against Oregon and UCLA, top-tier talent defensively, where San Diego State might statistically have the best defense, and I respect the system, and I'm not knocking on schools that aren't in the highest divisions and this and that. But let's be real, Oregon has arguably the number one prospect in the nation, kind of a defensive talent. There's not going to see that tonight. So I see some points from Fresno State. I like the over. Moving along to the NFL. So I like the Titans plus 2.5 versus Indy. They're coming off two huge wins versus the Bills and the Chiefs, arguably the two favorites in the AFC coming into the year. I think they take that momentum right into this Colts game. I think they take get the win. And my reasoning is the Colts are just a middle-of-the-pack defensive team as far as stopping the run goes to 14th in the league. It's not, in my opinion, going to be enough to stop King Henry in that Titans offense. If he gets it going, they get up a touchdown. As much as I like Carson Wentz in that Colts uh, defense, or excuse me, Colts offense, I keep saying as soon as the Titans get a lead and Henry gets it going, they're almost impossible to stop because if he could just keep, all you have to do is keep picking up five yards, five yards, five yards, and then burst one of those 40-yard runs. It's demoralizing for a defense. So it goes a long way. I like the Titans in this one, although the Colts are going to be one of those teams down the stretch to keep an eye on and make a run. Okay. Tampa minus 4.5 at New Orleans. I think it's extremely hard to go to New Orleans and win, but Jameis is facing his former team. He's historically somebody who makes a lot of mistakes. I think this could be a game he looks to force the ball, really push it, prove a have kind of a statement game as we've seen many quarterbacks do against their former team this year. And I, and I like Jameis. I'd love to see him go out and ball against the Bucs. I just worry if he's going to get a little bit too um, overzealous early, make a few mistakes, and give Brady the opportunity to take advantage of those turnovers to make a run. Because going up against Tom Brady, that's a lot. And if he can balance that, use it as fuel, more power to him, I just don't see it happening. I like Tampa minus four. Minus 4.5. We just saw the Saints struggle to pull away from the Seahawks with Geno Smith, the quarterback. I, I think Tom Brady is having a career year, and the way he's picking defenses apart, I think he keeps that trend going. We just saw him destroy the Bears' defense, who is one of the better defenses in the league. So, yeah, I like the Bucks minus 4.5. Moving along, Cowboys plus three and over 52 versus the Vikings. I like this one. According to Sports Illustrated, the Cowboys are going to know Saturday today if Dak is going to play. I think because of this, Jerry Jones said he's going to play. Mike McCarthy said he's going to play. And Dak said he's going to play in these in Cody's language of, I hope he could come out and play. It's looking like that, but we'll see how it goes. So I do, I am interested to see what we can get. And if Dak is able to go, I definitely like the Cowboys in that one. That's just my opinion. So I like the Cowboys plus three, and I like the over 52 because the Vikings are one of the best offenses in the league. I think these are two of the most complete offenses in the league. When you got talent like Justin Jefferson, Amari Cooper, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, C.D. Lamb, there's going to be points put up, and it's going to be a fun one. I like, like I said, Cowboys plus three and the over 52. Last game of the day, we kind of moved through this quick. 
Shout out Uncle Rico. I'll tag him on Instagram. You can watch this later. We'll get him on the next show for sure. It's Saturday. A lot of sports on. Just kind of rock and roll through it. Been doing my homework, though. I'm ready for this weekend. Beat the bookie needs a good weekend. We struggled last week. It happens. Tough weekend in the NFL. Like I mentioned before, doing a fun pick and pulls, family. I can't beat my grandma this year. So it's a wild year in the NFL. Okay. Bills, Dolphins over 49. This is the last game for the day. I'm keeping the overs going. I think the Bills beat the Dolphins 38 to 21. That's my prediction. So earlier this year, the Bills beat the Dolphins 35 to 0. They blew them out. The difference was Tua was out. That was Tua's game that he went out. He got hurt. That's going to affect the team. The Dolphins never really had a chance to get it going offensively. And I think because of Tua being back, they're going to be hungry to come off a goose egg. Nobody likes getting shut out in the NFL. They're going to come back hungry to at least put up some points against the Bills. Do I see them winning the game, keeping it close? I really don't. But I see a 38-17 type of game where at least the Dolphins put up a couple touchdowns, make it interesting, and it turns out to be at least a little bit of a shootout in the sense the Bills are going to get theirs. They know that Dolphins defense. They tore them apart earlier this year. Now it's up to the Dolphins to come back, get a little revenge. Because, like I said, in the NFL, when a team gets shut out, they're going to come out and be motivated. And now that they got their QB back, their guy who, although I think Tua gets a lot of discredit, I think he's going to be okay, and I have a lot of faith in him. So, Bills, Dolphins, I like the over. We'll wrap it up on that note. I'm going to just run through the games one more time. Shout out to everybody watching live on the No Filter Network. Super quick show today. So we had the Bills-Dolphins over 49, Cowboys plus 3, and over 52 in that game. Tampa minus 4.5, and Titans plus 2.5. Let's move it back to college. Fresno State at San Diego State. We like the over 44.5 in that game. UCLA and Utah, we like over 60. And then Penn State and Ohio State, we like the over 52, I believe it was, but I needed to fact check that. But we like the over in that game regardless of what it is. I, or I think it was 60. It was 60. And my prediction was 41 to 24. And we like Penn State to cover in that because I do think Ohio State pushes the tempo in that game, puts up enough points. They're going to put up 40, I think. So it's up. I think Penn State's going to put up 24. You know, it's going to be one of those games. They're going to pull away, but Penn State's going to keep it just close enough. They're going to be motivated coming off a big loss. It's going to be a fun one. So Penn State plus 19.5. I like that. And the over in that game. All right, everybody, you have a great day. Another fun episode of Beat the Bookie on the No Filter Network with your boy J.D. Dugan. We'll be back in action next Saturday. Everybody, make sure you check out The Zone TV Monday and Wednesday on the No Filter Network, 9.05 a.m. Pacific. We really appreciate everybody tuning in. And anybody who's got anything to chime in sports-wise on The Zone TV, always feel free. We always want those opinions, hot takes. Things that make the, you know, sports fans everywhere turn their heads, but it's okay because everybody's got an opinion we want to hear. All right, everybody, you have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend of football. And like I said, the UFC's on right now. I mentioned a couple UFC underdog bets to watch at the beginning of the show. If you're a UFC or MMA guy or a girl, go back and check that out. Everybody, you have a great day. Check it out later on YouTube and check out what I was getting at. Check out the Zone Sports dot online new website the zone sports dot online working on that i'll be posting a lot more shows to that articles stuff like that so the zone sports dot online it's not dot com but you know it's like the zone sports online you just throw the dot in there all right everybody have a great day closing up on that note let's go undefeated this weekend peace out